Hello and welcome to the Daily Royal. My name is Shelby and I have been a royal watcher for the past 10 years. In this podcast, I talk about the daily events of seven of the European monarchies. So I talk about Belgium, the UK, Denmark, the Netherlands, Norway, Spain, and Sweden. I upload Monday through Friday with occasional bonus episodes here and there. Today we are talking about all of the events from Thursday, September 2nd through today, which is Sunday, September 5th of 2021. So I know I mentioned that I was going to be recording on Monday uh, to cover anything that happens over the weekend and on Monday. However, I decided we're just going to try and do a daily episode every day this week. It may completely fail. Uh, There honestly may not be enough. I think there will be, but I'm not sure. Um... But we'll see. But with that, uh, I decided that I would go ahead and record on Sunday, which is my normal uh, recording day because I do post Monday through Friday. Um, So you can definitely expect uh, daily episodes this week. The plan is to go back to daily this week. Um, It's just I'm not entirely sure what everything looks like. I also want to apologize Um, If I sound a little different, I don't know yet. I haven't listened back. Um, I have a bit of a cold, um, just a cold, which is, thank goodness. Uh, I'm coming, I kind of like rounded the corner and I feel better today, but literally uh, still very tired. So it'll be an adventure. So before we get started with our rundowns of every royal family that had events over the past four days, I want to take a brief moment to talk about the closing of the Paralympics. Um, This is something that I did with the Olympics as well. Um, So I just want to give a like brief update on how each of the seven royal families, like what their medal counts were in the Paralympics, and also just note that like... As today was the closing ceremony, a lot of the royal families, I think every single one, to my knowledge, has sent out a um, message to all the athletes um, congratulating them and just like congratulating the country in general over the medals that were awarded. So with that, um, I want to talk very quickly about each of those families, or each of those countries, rather. So we have Belgium with 15 medals, uh, four gold, three silver, and eight bronze. Um, And then we have grand old UK with their 124 Paralympic medals. Also, they were like the second highest. So it was like, I think China, the UK, something else, and then maybe the US, and then the Netherlands. I don't know. Um, but like the UK was second, team GB was second. Um, so they had 41 gold, 38 silver, 45 bronze leading with 124 medals. Uh, Denmark, not so high up, did three gold, one silver, one bronze for five total medals. The Netherlands also really high up there. Um, I think, like I said, I believe they were fifth or sixth in terms of total medal count. Um, So 25 gold, 17 silver, and 17 bronze with 59 medals in total. Uh, Norway had four medals in total, two gold and two bronze. Uh, Spain with 36 was nine gold, 15 silver, 12 bronze. Um... 
and they were like 15th or 16th in total. And then Sweden, for most improved of the seven that I talk about, who had zero last week when I did my uh, Sunday episode, now have one gold, five silver, and two bronze for a total of eight. So most improved there in that they gained eight medals from their zero in the first week. Um, So that is really wonderful. Um, So I just wanted to give that update. And now we are going to go back into the Belgian royal family. Um, There is no update from the Belgian royal family. So there were supposed to be events. Um, So I'm skipping them. But there were supposed to be events. Um, And then on Thursday morning, it was announced that they would be suspending their events as one of... King Philippe and Queen Matilde's children have tested, has tested positive for COVID. They did not release which one, um, and I think that's fair. Um, I would say it is probably not Elizabeth because I feel like they would have released that. Um, but other than that, you know, just well wishes to whichever child. Um, you know, it's it's can't be any fun. I honestly, thank goodness, have no personal experience with COVID. Like I have not had COVID. Um, but even just being sick over the past few days, you know, I had to, I went and got COVID tested yesterday. Luckily, again, negative, but still, like, it's never fun being sick or even experiencing what you think might be COVID for, you know, however long it takes. Um, so anyway, they ended up suspending their events that were scheduled through till, um, I believe through tomorrow all events are canceled and then we may go back to a normal schedule. I'm not entirely sure. I haven't looked at the calendars yet for the for the week ahead. Um, I've looked at some, but not all of them. And I sometimes can't get the Belgian monarchy's website to load. So they're always one of the last ones that I check because their website just doesn't always work for me. Um, which is fine, but just a little something there. Um, so that's what the update is for them. So now we are going to go ahead and move on to the British royal family. The United Kingdom. In the UK, there was one event on Thursday. Uh, The Duchess of Cornwall hosted a tea reception for women who have been um, supported in one way or another by the Prince's Trust, uh, which is an organization that really focuses on employment for young people. Um, So they do lots of different, like... um, They call them schemes, but I'm trying to think of, like, what the more modern term is um, initiatives that help to employ young people throughout the UK. So they partner with big organizations. Um, They've partnered with the NHS over the past year during the pandemic. Uh, They have worked with TK Maxx, which is, um, it's like the parent company for, in the US, TJ Maxx and HomeGoods. in the UK, it's TK Maxx is the store that's similar to TJ Maxx, and then uh, Home Sense, I think, um, is the home store. But there are lots of different stores under that umbrella. Um, they work with Marks and Spencers, which is a um, like department store. Um, 
but lots of different places along those lines. So these women have worked with the Prince's Trust and were able to gain employment through them um, and are now part of this um, conference coming up next month called The Brilliant Breakfast, which is going to be uh, focused on developing the confidence and skills of young women needed, um, so developing those skills that help us as younger women secure jobs, um, start businesses, etc. So it's a like women-focused workshop. So I thought that was really cool. Um, this was hosted at Clarence House, which at least means the Duchess of Cornwall is back in London. I expect that the Prince of Wales is also back in London as well um, as they have kind of taken residence again in London is my expectation. We will see them over the next uh, week, but I, I don't know that for sure. Um, they don't, they are, a lot of royal households are still not really announcing a lot of their engagements, uh, just because pandemic. So that is where we're at there. Um, so that is the update from the British royal family. And now we are going to go ahead and move on to the Danish royal family. Denmark. In Denmark, it was relatively quiet during the week and then for some strange reason picked up on the weekend, which is counterintuitive to how this normally is. Uh, so typically, uh, things are pretty slow on the weekends. There isn't a pop-up event here or there, but not a ton of things. Uh, however, that was not the case in this situation. Um, so on Saturday, Queen Margrethe received, um, had an audience with the uh, foreign minister from India who was on an official visit to Denmark over the next few days. Um, he actually started his visit with this official reception, um, or it wasn't really a reception. It's just the way I said that, uh, official audience. And then continued on on his tour. Um, he was exploring different things like the healthcare system, etc. Um, because Denmark has an excellent healthcare system. So that was the event on Saturday. And then today um, is Flag Day in Denmark, uh, which is an annual um, event that is set to honor um, people who have served Denmark from abroad, whether this be military, foreign service, etc. Um, so this day marks that in their, um, in their families. So it's a, like, those who are currently serving, those who lost their lives serving Denmark in one way or another. Um, it's a pretty important thing. Um, so Crown Prince Frederick and Crown Princess Mary celebrated this um, or took part in the events commemorating this day, uh, which include, this year included a um, review of the guard, a church service, and laying of a wreath at a monument. Uh, some of this is similar to what happened last year. However, last year there was very few people. There was no review of the guard. Um, it was much more subdued due to the pandemic. Um, so this year, obviously, I think I've talked about this already, but Denmark is, if they haven't already, they are planning on really, uh, 
getting rid of those restrictions, COVID restrictions, starting, I believe it starts tomorrow. Um, and that is because their vaccination rate is so high um, and their case numbers are so low. So they are able to remove those restrictions with the caveat that should they need to go back into effect, they will. Um, but as of right now, Denmark believes they're in a position to remove a lot of those restrictions. Um, I believe as of the last time I checked, they were at like an 89% vaccination rate or something, which is amazing. Um, so they were able to hold a bigger commemorative service um, this year than as opposed to last year, obviously. Um, and so I'm really excited to see how things are going continuously in Denmark. Um, but that is it for the updates there. So now we are going to move over to the Netherlands. The Netherlands. The Netherlands is where things have just been continuously busy over the past four days with the exception of Saturday, although even that was like kind of busy, but that was like a non-public pub official event, so that's not a thing that I'm going to talk about. I will, but not really. Um, so on Thursday, this was the what I had considered the official back to work day uh, was the second. However, King Willem Alexander had a few things before that, but today was like first day out of the palace events, um, or Thursday was, I guess, rather. Um, so Queen Maxima started the day by doing a working visit to the Gulpener Beer Brewery, um, which won a King Willem the First Award for Sustainable Entrepreneurship. Um, so this is a um, award that I believe, I think Queen Maxima delivers these. I'm not entirely sure. Um, I think she, she is the one who is like primarily in charge of delivering these. Um, and then doing follow-up visits with the companies and organizations that won these awards. Um, so that's what this was. So she visited this brewery. Like, let's be honest, this just sounds like a super fun event. Um, I thought that was really awesome. And then... So that was an unscheduled event. Like it, it's not unscheduled in that it was a complete surprise. It's unscheduled to the public so that like a ton of people don't know it's happening. So people can't go and, uh, and show up. Um, it's a protection measure for the pandemic. So anyway, uh, that was first. And then in the evening, King Willem Alexander and Queen Maxima visited the new culture house in Amar. So this is a culture house that will officially open in November, but they were in an old space and this new space has been created. So uh, Thursday was like the transfer day. So like during the day, everything had been moved. Um, and Thursday evening was like the first day of um, event rehearsals and things like that. So they were able to view a couple of those, talk about the move, talk about the importance of the the space. Um, it looked like a really cool event. Um, just kind of being back in culture is something that, um, of course, is 
ever-changing in the world of the pandemic, so supporting that kind of consistently is really awesome. Um, so that was Thursday. On Friday, uh, King William Alexander had a farewell audience with the Irish ambassador, um, and Queen Maxima took part in a meeting to mark the opening of the 2021-2022 MBO school year. So MBO is like a school organization that has 60 schools and teaches 500,000 students in the Netherlands. So this is something that I'm really confused by because I don't have anything that I can compare this to that like makes sense to me. So if anyone has like another example of a school organization that does something like this. Um, I do think it's like a higher education type of thing, um, but I'm not entirely sure. Uh, and I didn't find a ton of the information on the Royal Household website incredibly helpful, and it didn't link elsewhere, so I didn't do a ton of external research uh, just to be completely transparent. Um, and then Saturday, so this is like the super not public, not official event, um, but it leads into our next event, uh, which was on Sunday. So on Saturday, King Willem Alexander was at the, like, trial day for the Dutch Grand Prix, uh, which is a Formula One race. And then on Sunday, it had been announced that King Willem Alexander and Queen Maxima were going to attend the actual event, um, which they did. They also brought their two children that are in the Netherlands, um, so Princess Amalia and Princess Ariane were both there, um, which was really cool and really fun and unexpected. I did not expect them to be there, so that was really exciting. Um, so they were there for the race. They met, um, I don't know if they were there for the whole thing. I think they were, um, because beforehand they had met with um, the Dutch driver uh, Max Verstappen. Uh, who ended up winning the race. So he won, and so they stayed for, like, the award ceremony afterwards because the Dutch driver won. Um, I am not super familiar with Formula One. Like, I understand it on a base level, um, but I'm from the States, and we don't do Formula One. We do NASCAR and, uh, and another kind that runs at the Indy something. Um However, I do think I'm going to watch probably tonight or tomorrow the, like, Formula One documentary on Netflix. Um, I don't know why, other than it sounds fun and I'm, uh, tomorrow's a holiday in the U.S., so I don't have a work tomorrow, um, at least until I start doing this podcast stuff, so that'll be fun. Also, I'm still recovering from being sick, so I'm still taking it very easy and lounging around. Um, so that's the big updates from the Dutch royal family. I do expect another full week of events there. Um, I think the Dutch royal family ebbs and flows. Sometimes they have really busy weeks and sometimes they do not. Um, so we will see. Um, with that, so there wasn't a whole lot going on in Norway, so I am actually going to skip the updates there. Um, on Thursday, it was a lot of audiences, um, as well as new, uh, receiving the credentials from the new ambassadors from South Korea, Romania, Serbia, and the Netherlands. So King Harald took part in all of those meetings. However, they didn't share any, like, photos from that, which is super frustrating to me. Um because I want to see how Norway does that, but that's okay. Um, 
And then Friday was the Council of State. So we are back to Friday Council of State meetings. Uh, that was something that I was paying attention to because for a few weeks they were on Thursday. Um, but we are back to Friday. So King Harald and Crown Prince Akun both attended that. Um, and then nothing over the weekend, but it does look to be a pretty busy week ahead. Um, so with that, we are going to go ahead and move over now to the Spanish royal family. Spain. In Spain, uh, there were events on Thursday and Friday. Uh, so, as I mentioned uh, in the first week of the like last episode, Queen Letizia was still off this week, although it was heavily reported that she was still doing work behind the scenes from the palace, which of course makes logical sense. Um, I just can only report on the things that happen out in the public. Um, because I don't know what's going on inside office meetings. I know that they happen, like I understand that they happen, but I don't know what they are typically. Um, and I certainly don't report on them because there's nothing to really say. So um, that's fine. So on Thursday, King Felipe visited the Naval Action Force Against Mines. So this, when I tell you that I went down a rabbit hole trying to figure out what this meant, I'm not kidding. Like, I was on every single Wikipedia page trying to figure out if Google was, like, Google Translate was messing with my mind. Um, so I do still use Google Translate, even though I understand a lot of Spanish, uh, because there are certain words, like, mine, that I would never know um, unless I was growing up in the language. So it, it was an interesting thing. So I was like, is Google messing with my mind because I don't understand what's going on? So... This led me to figuring out that, like, Minesweeper is a type of ship um, looking for, like, we have, you know, land mines, but there are also sea mines, um, which are bombs, like, in the sea floor, uh, in the ocean floor, etc. So there are Minesweepers that find those and then remove them safely. So that's what this was. Um, so King Felipe visited the Spanish fleet of Minesweepers, uh to just like hear about their work and um do like a naval visit as part of his role as um chief he's the commander in chief but i think his title is like chief general or something i don't really know it was in uh the autonomous community of mercia which is really like i've learned like a naval area so it's on the mediterranean sea but, um, it is where, like, a lot of naval things happen in Spain, um, which is interesting, but it is, for those who don't know, um, I am considering, uh, and planning on doing at least a year abroad in Spain specifically, uh, in one of the regions that I am hoping to potentially live in uh, on this project is in Mercia uh, because it's on the sea but not as crowded as like Valencia and uh, Seville so I'm hoping that that's the one I can get placed in 
just to be near the water, but not, um, I don't do great in crowds. So not be in huge crowds that you would have in Valencia or Seville. Um, I don't know. It just seems fun. So it's, it was really funny that I'm like, it's always fun when I see events in Mercia like that, because I'm like, Oh good. More, more looking that I can do. Um, so that's a really fun time. So that is what was going on on Thursday. And then on Friday, King Felipe just did a ton of audiences. Um, so he met with, uh, two different organizations. Um, the first being the Barcello group, which is a company that is celebrating its 90th anniversary. Um, and then he also met with representatives of the 500th anniversary of the community movement, which had something to do with science, but I don't understand. Um, and then finally he met with the attorney general of Spain who delivered the, um, 2020, 2021 annual report, um, as is customary. So September is really interesting in the Spanish Royal family because a lot of these events are annual things. Um, so we're, we have some starting next week, um, and they'll just continue on through the month. Um, of a lot of different, like, things that happen annually and are just kind of spread out throughout the country. Um, so we'll talk about those as they come. There might be some new events sprinkled in, but for the most part, September is really predictable for Spain. Um, so that's coming up. And then with that, that brings us to the end of the updates there. And so now we are going to move over to the Swedish royal family. In Sweden, it was also pretty calm uh, for the most part. On Thursday, there were a couple of things. Um, so King Carl Gustav took part in the board meeting for the World Scouting Foundation. Um, he is the president of Sweden's Scout Association. I I think scouting pretty much everywhere in the world, but in the U.S. is uh, gender inclusive um, and don't have the titles of like Boy Scout and Girl Scout anymore. So that is, I think it's all of scouting, but I'm not entirely sure of that. It's just an assumption that I make. Um, and then Crown Princess Victoria did a county visit. So this was, I believe, the fourth county visit. Um, that has happened this round. Um, so Crown Prince, which means we have now surpassed last month's or last year's, which we only got through three before they were like, oh, postponing COVID is bad again. Um, so yay for that. So technically this was part of like a two day thing. So she visited Vaster Boughton, which she also was in Vaster Boughton on the first when she attended the Sami parliament opening as part of the second day of the stop in Vasterbotten, Crown Princess Victoria took on this county tour day. Um, so she visited um, a city mission, which is a organization that provides for the vulnerable people in the city. Um, this one was in Umia, Umia, I'm not sure. Um, she visited a high school um, she learned, of course, about the response to the pandemic in the county. Um, and then she also visited a second town in the county called Schiofetta. 
where she visited the a culture house and a restaurant. And then in the evening, in the afternoon, she visited the North Bolt Battery Company. So this is a way to um, discuss like one of the primary um, job markets in that area. So this is in like the northern part of Sweden, which I expect is probably more isolated than the southern part, um, given the extreme temperatures and uh, just far farness from civilization from um the big cities so i expect that this is like a bigger employer of the area um so that was the visit that she did so this was visit four um so there are now i believe 17 more uh because there are 21 counties in total and i've talked about this but i will talk about all of these county visits so i will talk about all 21. um it is it is expected that prince carl Philip will do a few of them um as he was scheduled to do a few of them last year as well um and so i will talk about those typically i will not talk about prince carl Philip, but i want to talk about these tours um and talk about each county a little bit so that is what i will do um, and that is a way to just, um, make it like a whole series kind of thing. So that was Thursday in Sweden. Um, and then we really got nothing until today. However, I want to just share this very quickly. So a couple, uh, last week, last Sunday, I talked about the, um, return of tuna to Denmark. Well, apparently the same phenomenon is happening in Sweden and they also did like a tagging thing that King Carl Gustav visited. Um, he visited it last weekend. They only shared it today. Um, but I thought that was really cool that this, I wondered if it was a thing that was happening in like all of Scandinavia and only Denmark was talking about it. Um, but I do appreciate that Sweden shared the phenomenon of tuna returning to Scandinavian waters as well. Um, so that was pretty cool. Um, but then today, King Carl Gustav opened a new bridge in Gothenburg, um, which connects the city of Gothenburg to the island of Hisingen. Um, so this bridge replaces an old bridge that was built in 1930. Um, obviously, when things, bridges specifically, uh, are that old, they need replacing. Um and modernization. So this is a, a lift bridge, so it'll be able to lift for ships, um, barges, etc., on the water. Um, and so he was able to see the bridge from below on a boat. He was able to walk across some of the bridge, um, and then there was like an opening ceremony on the middle of the bridge, um, which was really cool. So a really cool event. Um, and Sweden is, of course, also uh, scheduled pretty busily for this week ahead as well. So lots to report on over the coming days. So with that, I'm going to end this episode. I will talk to you all. The plan is for tomorrow. I will talk to you all tomorrow. Um, please check out thedailyroyal.com, the Daily Royal on Instagram, where I update with pictures and brief descriptions of each of the events that I talk about. Um, and like and review this podcast wherever you are listening, as that really helps it out. And I will talk to you all tomorrow. Have a great day. Bye.